HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Q Drinks, carbonated mixers made for your cocktail. Visit their website at qdrinks.com. That's Q, the letter, drinks.com. Hey, everyone. This is David Tatashore, lead engineer and studio manager of the Heritage Radio Network, and I'm reaching out to ask for your support during our end-of-year fund drive. A contribution in any amount supports our weekly programming and our mission to make the world a more equitable, sustainable, and delicious place. Plus, you'll receive exclusive member benefits like monthly playlists, discounted event tickets, party invitations, and more. So if you like good food and you love good food radio, throw a little dough our way. Make your gift at heritageradionetwork.org slash donate. Happy holidays from all of us here at Heritage Radio Network. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. My name is Souther T. Hey, Souther. Hey, buddy. How you doing, buddy? I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> like extra great today. Yeah, you seem like you are. <laughs> I had a long, full day of holiday cheer yesterday. So I'm Oh, man. So you're ready to talk today, huh? Tip-top condition today. <laughs> well, speaking of holidays, do you? I, I know that like on uh, Thanksgiving, usually you say that every year you spend it with uh, my, my your grand, granddad, my granddad and, a and a turkey. Yes, a bottle of old granddad and a bottle of wild turkey. So what what is your uh like Christmas regime? I don't really have uh you know, I don't have one. Um I will say that whatever it is is gonna change this year because for the first time in the history of Amori Margo, we're actually gonna be open for Christmas Eve. Oh wow. Because it's on a Saturday. I can't really say we're closed on a Saturday. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it's my night anyway, so it'll be me. It doesn't matter. And then Max has stepped forward and said he'll open on Christmas Day because he's Jewish and doesn't care. Well, that's amazing. He hates Santa Claus, basically. <laughs> well, I, I've hated Santa Claus for a very long time. So we're gonna be open ever since I saying. didn't get that bicycle, man. Yeah, I'm gonna do <laughs> when Chris- I was 25. I'm gonna do Christmas <laughs> Eve, and then I'm gonna go hang out with Max in the daytime uh, on Sunday, and, and then I'm gonna go up to see Pam Wisnitzer, who's also opening Seamstress on on Christmas Day. Mind if I ride shotgun Hell in the yes, sleigh? Yes, of course. <laughs> it's you and me, buddy. Cool man. Right off the cliff. All right. Who we got in the studio today? We have Sarah Morrissey. Oh my God, she's adorable. Uh, welcome to the show. I told her to sit in either Hi. chair, and she chose to sit on the little table. She's so. I didn't good. even realize it. I was just like, this looks comfortable. It is comfortable. I feel great. Like an elf on a shelf. 
So you're well, doing a, welcome to the show. Yeah. Sarah. Thank you guys for having me. I'm yeah. really so happy excited to, to be here. Cool. <laughs> um, and you're busy. Your holiday season is is tied up pretty nicely. Yeah, I've been burning the oil during the day and at night. I yeah. guess that's just at night because you don't burn oil during the day. But yes, I've been. We kind get of the busy. metaphor. Yeah. Um, so you're no longer at Dear Irving. Mm-hmm. I had my last shift last week, which was a doozy. I don't really remember the end of it, but it was, <laughs> I received like 30 balloons with different types of penises drawn on every single balloon, yeah, that's mm-hmm. like right. hand drawn. So I appreciated all the love that's that I got my last yeah. night. Yeah. It's hard to Thanks, draw balloons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you had a big blowout last evening at Dear Irving and you've left there because <laughs> I am uh, helping open up a new restaurant on Thompson and Bleecker called Pig Bleaker will be open the first week of January. Pig Bleaker. Yeah. It's the same dudes that own Pig Beach in Gowanus. Super uh, fun place. Not too it's far like, away from Damon's Bar. Yeah, super not fun Not too place. far away from my house. It's actually yeah. a block. Oh, yeah. It's so close oh. to your house. I spent a lot of time there. Have <laughs> you been there? Lots so of I have. Corn, yeah, went, they have cornhole there. I saw Katie Stipe over there. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. That place is crazy. All the frosé and the cornhole and the barbecue that you can... Uh, you're gonna have that enjoy. kind of you're gonna have that kind of stuff at Pig Bleaker? Uh not really. I mean we're gonna be so it's they describe it as like smoke centric upscale comfort food. So no barbecue, but smoked meats, definitely lots of pork. Um, but seasonal ingredients, it's basically like if somebody was like, oh, I like this barbecue restaurant. I want to make like an actual real beautiful restaurant with a great wine list and a great cocktail menu and really cool beers and a beautiful, beautiful space. It's kind of like that. Homemade pasta is really yummy, yummy. Yeah, he's your chef. He's, he's from... Yeah, he's from Del Posto, Posto. So he knows how to do all of that Italian yumminess, homemade pasta. And he's also half Lebanese. So he, like, throws in some spice in there. And the food, I mean, I haven't had everything yet, but we just passed our inspection on Monday. So all of the smells are kind of amazing. It's kind of like your bar, how you go into Grand Army and the fire's going. When they start cooking in the kitchen, it's just like, oh. This is so it smells so good. Just like ah, meat and like fire and wood, and it's just really homey and comforting and really nice. Cool, Sounds great. Sounds like it's opening at the right time of year as well. Yeah. What? Yeah, uh, sure. What's the capacity? How big is it? It's about sixty-five ish. The bar has ten, nine or ten seats. We're trying to figure it out if it's nine or ten. Then there's a small standing area. Then there's a. Like a seated booth area that could kind of squeeze a larger amount in, depending how many people in your party, and then tables, and then one really big, beautiful communal table. So I think it's like 65. So it's not too crazy big, but not too small. It actually sounds a lot like my my place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's similar to Karasu, too, where it's like the same amount, the same size, and it's almost like, is it a restaurant? Is it a cocktail bar? It's a restaurant where you can get a cocktail kind of thing. And you're leading the show behind the bar? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's like, how they stole you away from. <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. I'll be behind the bar at least. Is Megan mad at you for leaving? No, it's funny though. <laughs> I sent her a text and I was like, "Hey, can you meet me at Dear Irving? I need to talk to you about something." And she and she walks in. She goes, "Okay, you're either quitting for a better job, uh, someone tried to like hit on you, or like sexually harass you, or sell you drugs at work, or you need money. What is it?" And I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, three. <laughs> I was like, "I'm leaving for a better job, but I work with Tom Richter, and well, I was probably strangely sexually." <laughs> harass at one point just kidding it's so we call him the hr nightmare because he's just like a toucher and a hugger and says inappropriate things but all in good fun who tom tom Ritter, <laughs> mr bardad bar no one ever confirmed or denied whether he's potentially the oldest 
cocktail bartender still behind a bar in New York City? I mean, I would think so. I mean, at least in New York City, right? I saw him last night. Actually, I went to Dear Irving last night, and I was like, like, man, I fucking miss seeing this guy behind the bar. And it made me uh, realize, one, I get stuck in Brooklyn too much. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, But two, I I need to go to uh, see my buddies at their bars more often. Not just Souther. Sorry, Souther. Love your bar. (laughs) Hey, I get it. But you're like one of the only people I ever go to see. Um, Thank you. Yeah, well, you're welcome. Um, yeah, man, he was killing it. Uh, yeah, he's a beast. He. This is the first time we've been working together behind the bar for like six years together. So right, because you were both at the Beagle. Yeah, I was. Yeah. His, I was it, his bar back. I noticed that. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when I passed Damon your uh, info, uh, you know, I shared your contact out of my phone, and it still says. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Beagle. Morsi, Sarah Morsi Beagle. <laughs> yeah, I, I changed it. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I thought that was really cute too. Yeah, I, you know, you know, you never look at. I those have so things, many contacts like that, and then you never change them. Yeah, you're right. like, why would I change it? I'm too lazy. Yeah, right. Southern's name in my phone is st- still under Rye. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, hilarious. So you were always just Southern because who else is named Southern? I googled also, it. I googled too. it once. Like, who else is named David? There's a hundred billion Sarahs. Oh, true. True. I, I googled it once. I'm the only one. <laughs> in the entire universe. In the Google universe, I guess. Damn. Is that real? Yeah, I did it. No fucking way. There's a website you can go to to see how many people on Earth have your name, and no one has mine. Really? Wait, they, Souther Teague or just Souther? Souther. I, I put in my whole name, but Souther, I, then I shrunk it. Where, I, where does your name come from, anyway? It's Scottish. But was Scott, it's Scottish, and there's no one in Scotland that <laughs> has the name Souther? <laughs> guess not. We're like, you're wrong, Souther. So how is it a Scottish name? name? Dave, God Google this. It's, Did it, your parents just throw a bunch of letters just, together and come yeah, up with Souther? Yeah. You can't say you can't just say something like that and then like make it Scottish. So and, if I just Google Souther, the first thing that comes up is Urban Dictionary. The second thing is Souther Teague. Boom. Wait, what is the Urban Dictionary? <laughs> what's, the, what's the first yeah, thing? Is it really dirty? <laughs> is it dirty? Souther, your mate, spouse, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, steady and or lover. All right. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> Boom. I was expecting like something way dirtier than that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not dirty at all. It's pretty sweet. I, I thought it was going to be something to have to do with like uh, lamb fucking or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that seems right. Um, <laughs> Which could have happened last night. Nobody yeah. knows. Yeah, you don't know. No one knows. No you were hanging knows. out at the Waldorf. Man, about was... like five. Gibson's deep, and then I had Gibson's at lunch with Philip Duff and Matt Brook at the Peacock Alley in the Waldorf Astoria, which is fucking gorgeous. That place is beautiful. We collectively, at least the three of us, decided that it's probably the most beautiful lobby bar um, in a hotel that we know of. Like, because it's right there in the lobby. You're still yeah. in the lobby. It's not like it is sequestered and pushed aside. It's you're right there. It's really gorgeous. Yeah, drank some Gibson's over there, and then went to dinner with Haim Dowerman and drank. Some whiskey, and then went to going up at Vaughn, where Thomas Thompson gave me a bottle of ancient, ancient age, <laughs> ten year expression, a one point seven five liter plastic bottle. Yeah, uh, I rolled in the door, and he pulls it out, and he says, "That's for you." And I said, "Do do I have to finish it all right now?" <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chug. So we drank some of that, and then I teetered home with it in my hands. I guess I don't know how I got home. Like, drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful out there, kids. All things in moderation, including moderation. So yesterday I kind of <laughs> went without moderation. So 
we'll pigby get back on track. Sorry, yeah, let's get back to the, <laughs> let's get back to the lovely Sarah Morsey. Um, you're in my phone as Sarah Morsey Beagle. Um, <laughs> speaking of in my phone, in my phone is Kimmy Winkler Jaeger, though she doesn't work for Jaegermeister anymore. Um, she works for Nova Fogo Cachaca. Um, and she couldn't be here today because um, I told you guys before we came on the air that her, her mother was in a car accident. Um, she's okay, but Kimmy had to fly home to Oklahoma. She was supposed to be here with us today because you're going to go back to your bar, Grand Army, with Sarah and make some Nova Fogo Cachaca cocktails yeah. for happy hour. Yeah, okay, after this. Right and after it's funny this. because we actually, Kimmy's from Oklahoma, I'm from Oklahoma, and Sarah, you spent some time in Oklahoma, right? Yeah, I spent a, I'm from New Jersey, but I spent a couple years in Oklahoma. Going to Bible school, learning Bible about, school, learning about Jesus in Oklahoma. <laughs> Holy guacamole! And then that's what we do there, Southern. Exactly. I, I mean, we I don't was, make up fake names like you guys. <laughs> 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 Only biblical names, which is yeah. They didn't like me very much there. I was too opinionated, so I left. They didn't and, like me either. And, yeah, I left and moved to New York and became a bartender, and now I'm here. You were studying yeah. the Bible in Oklahoma. Yeah, cheers to that. Be, Amazing. I was gonna be a preacher. I was too. <laughs> I never told you that. No. I was either going to of go. Of course in a, he was. He's from Oklahoma. I was either going to go into graphic design or he seminary. Like <laughs> and I chose. He looks like Jesus. <laughs> I chose to go into graphic design, which led me to bartending. What a, exactly. <laughs> yeah, man. What we a, could have a whole other show. Yeah, where just, long, just, just talking talk about, about that. Seminary in Oklahoma. It's so funny. I think <laughs> I've only been, I mean, not that there's tons of bars. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of bars in Oklahoma, but I wasn't allowed to drink and decided that I was like, I need to move to Oklahoma to get myself right with God. And I think I went to one bar ever in Tulsa and like had a beer and then felt really guilty about it because I wasn't oh, supposed to. But this bar, I don't even know where it was, but it was actually a really cool bar. I mean, I had a beer, but it was, it was, it was pretty cool. But Were yeah. you going to school in, in Tulsa? Did you go to Oral Roberts? Yep. Oral uh-huh. Roberts University. Yep. Oh <laughs> yep. Amazing. This is the weirdest thing I've ever know, learned so about strange. anybody. It's so strange. You just said you were in school. You didn't say what. I was like, oh, I just went to college in Oklahoma. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got really stoned on that campus one time. Dude, they, there's so many hills on that campus. So it's, There's okay. lots of places to hide. Imagine, like, there's this. I didn't mean stone, like, in the biblical sense. I meant, like. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's so many hills. We used to, like, roll down the hills because we had nothing better to do with our lives because we couldn't drink or watch TV or, oh, yeah, we couldn't watch, we couldn't have a TV. We couldn't see rated our movies. We couldn't date. I got. And you did this for three years? Two years. Two years, and I stayed for a little bit longer, and then I was like, fuck, I can curse, right? Yeah. yeah. I was like, fuck <laughs> this fucking shit. I'm going back to the East Coast where everything makes sense. And it was like, I broke up with God and was like, no, I don't know. Yeah, My mom was like, you're a what? You're a bartender now? I'm like, yeah, ma, sorry. But then she like came to the bar and she's like, oh, yeah, you should be doing this. Yeah. You're good yeah, at man. it. You How like long people. ago was this? Like, like, I was like, is this 20? the Beagle? Is this no, no, back no. To the Beagle? no, this was no. like 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow. Get right the things, I learned, and, uh, things I learned on this show. Yeah, man. Amazing. <laughs> I used to go to church camp. I went, at one point, I would go to three church camps oh every gosh. summer. You have VBS, you have regular church camp, and then I'm sure when you were I, older. I would go to other churches, yeah. church camps with my buddies <laughs> from school, and uh, man. But that's some, also some really gnarly shit happens. But that's also camp. where you like smoke weed for the first time and smoke that's, cigarettes, and, and maybe you definitely you lose have your virginity. Your, yeah, well, I mean, I didn't <laughs> lose my virginity at camp or anything like that, but I definitely well, you do have, mostly like, hand stuff. I mean, yeah, 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 you're like first handy, and definitely the first time you made out with someone is probably in a church parking lot somewhere, and then you're like, 
sorry. Hand to God. <laughs> oh. All right, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll continue talking with our lovely friend Sarah Morrissey. And drinking. <laughs> And this one's Greenwood Cemetery by Teak People. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Jordan Silbert, founder and CEO of Q Drinks. We're proud to support the Speakeasy. At Q Drinks, we make spectacular carbonated mixers crafted to mix with your favorite spirits. Based right here in Brooklyn, we're available nationally in six flavors, including Q Tonic Water for spectacular gin and tonics and Q Ginger Beer for spectacular Moscow Mules. I started the company after a night in my backyard with good gin, really good friends, and lousy tonic water. I realized the world needed better mixers, so I made them. Q Drinks uses real ingredients, a lot less sugar, and a lot more carbonation. The result? Clean, crisp, spectacular beverages that bring out the best in your favorite spirits. Using Q Drinks, it's easy to create terrific drinks with just two pours. One to two ounces of your favorite spirit and three to four ounces of Q poured over ice in a highball glass. It's simple and spectacular. Q Drinks. Make your drink spectacular. All right, we are back. You're listening to the Speakeasy on Heritage Radio Network. Uh, we have in the studio today our, our amazing friend Sarah Morrissey uh, of the new spot Pig Bleaker and soon to be open spot. Soon to be open spot. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, not new, it's not even new yet. It's too new to be new. We were just talking about religion before the break. That's what we were talking <laughs> about, religion. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah. so uh, so Sarah's brought something for us today. You brought us something special. What's, what's in the glass? Uh, yeah, so... Um, for a long time, people have, my nickname's been Little Pina Girl, mainly because I'm tiny. And I used to be the youngest person in almost every bar or restaurant I worked at, but that's not really the case anymore. But this is something I've been working on. It's really simple. Uh, it's going to go on the menu as like a large format cocktail slash goodbye shot. Calling it Little Pina's Pisco Punch. So it's Pisco. Mm-hmm. That's been infused with black coconut, just some fresh pineapple juice, lemon juice, cinnamon syrup, and um, Thomas Watt told me the story about back in the day, Pisco Punch, they used to put cocaine in it. So not only were you getting drunk, you're Vroom. getting like really fucked up and really high. It was the original like speedball. Exactly. Like, like, it's like the original Four Loco before they changed <laughs> it. So it's just topped with a little bit of um, dehydrated coconut milk as well to kind of give it that little extra coconutty. Sweetness. Cocaine. Are you making Co- that? <laughs> it looks like cocaine, which you is. rub it on your gums? Which is, yeah, like, oh, mm. I'm so high of coconut right now. <laughs> I don't even know. So it's just. It's tasty. Are you, do you it's, make that? How do you make that? So it's it's actually really funny. I've always worked in Sasha Petrosky bars, mm-hmm. which, like, it's against the, like, bar religion to ever infuse anything. Mm-hmm. So I've never worked. I've never infused anything before until I worked at Carsu. And. I just buy this tea, let it sit with the Pisco for about an hour and a half, and then strain it, and then good to go. Cool. Yeah. But what about this powder? Did you make this? What, who, no, I went to Kalushians and bought it. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. That fucking that place. That place is fucking awesome. <laughs> no, yeah, it's great. You know, uh, not to knock Kalushians in any way, yeah. but if you're in a pinch, and now that you're down on Bleecker... pinch of coconut? <laughs> yeah, if you're in a pinch. Coconut, air quotes. Dual 
It's basically the Calustians <laughs> of the Lower East Side. Oh, really? Do you know that spot? It's on I, 6th and 1st. It's right, it's not oh, even it's block right from, by you. Not, not even a block from more. Oh, shit. You know that crazy Indian restaurant with all the lights flashing? Oh, it's uh, downstairs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the one downstairs. I've always yeah. wanted to go there for like a birthday or something. Oh, I bought a Indian restaurant? There. Yeah, I'm sure the food like isn't even that good, but just <laughs> for like the all the crazy lights. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. You can, you can literally see them from my Oh, bar. good to know. I could buy a jigger <laughs> with you and then go over there and buy some other funky stuff. Perfect. And another great place to shop is uh, in the East Village as well. It's S.O.S. You know SOS Chef. Yeah. SOS I've been Chef. there, yeah. They'll make you custom hydrosols. Yeah. So they'll they'll do like They'll make they'll make your personal orange flower water, interesting, or whatever hydrosol you want, rosemary, whatever. Yeah. they'll do it for you. Dope, good to know. Yeah, pretty cool. There you go, plug in some places. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Not sponsored. Okay. How much are you getting paid to say that? Um, nothing. This is delicious, punchy. It's just, yeah, it's probably not watered down enough, but it's just simple. I don't really like to put a lot of ingredients in my drinks. I just yeah. like simple stuff. I mean, it, it's expressive of what you said. It tastes like. Coconut tea. Mm-hmm. This is great. This is really good. Okay, so I have to talk about this for a second. Sorry for the listeners that aren't able to taste this, but yet you just going to have to go to Pig Bleaker to try it out. What's it, what, but, I'm sorry, before we go further, what's it called? Little Pina? Pisco Punch. Little Pina Pisco Punch. Yeah. I like the lot of alliteration there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the level of dilution, actually, already. Yeah. But, like, I'm, I'm prone to making, like, really rich, like, when I'm making sour drinks, they're... Make them like either don't shake them too long or like long enough, mm-hmm. or I just like I just make them too juicy or something, you know. But like I love like a classic punch like this to where there is like the water content that ends up pushing all the ingredients, but it's very subdued and delicate and light and something very like uh, slammable. Slammable. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually really funny because I've I'm like halfway like, through mine already. I've like measured this out before, and it doesn't taste the same when I just like kind of dump shit in a bucket or like in a punch bowl and then add ice and then taste it. And so like, oh, maybe a little bit of cinnamon, maybe more of this, which kind of sucks if I'm not behind the bar because I'm like, well, it's kind of like a handful of this and a jigger of that. But it just, I don't. know. I feel like punches always kind of taste better too when you're not measuring things. You're just like, oh, this tastes better like this. Or like, maybe add a little bit more cinnamon. But if you want something a little bit more consistent, you should. I should probably work on a little bit more. But uh, <laughs> right now, I'm really happy with it. <laughs> it's delicious. I'm stoked to be sipping on it right now. I think, well, it's, I mean, like... Picking up my buzz from yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got some fresh juice in there. Keep you, uh... All right. Keep it good. Yeah. Yeah, that's the I, thing. How many citrusy cocktails do you drink? Every? Very rare. Exactly. Yeah. Just adding some uh, fresh pineapple it's and lemon juice rare. into your life. But I, I like the fact that we're. I, I love that you brought a punch, uh, and this being the holiday season, mm-hmm. you know, punch is what we do. It's what we do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you and I had sort of alluded to the fact that maybe we were going to make Tom and Jerry's today, but obviously neither one of us did anything about that. <laughs> well, you maybe next week. You dropped the ball on that. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I'm, I'm, I had a Tom and Jerry this week. I was at a cocktail party, which you should have come to. It was great. It was our friend Robert O'Simonson. It was at his uh, lady's house on the Upper East Side. Yeah, well, next time some, maybe someone will send me an invite. I just yeah, I was like, next time just invite me, you. I'll come. He's I a sweetheart. Robert doesn't love me anymore. <laughs> I assumed he would have invited you. He invited me. Yeah. I'm the low man on the totem pole. But, but great. Uh, well, you're he, closer. He had Tom I'm and Jerry. <laughs> he had Tom and Jerry's there. But yeah. Um, which was great. It's the season to have those, and that was the first one I've had this season. So maybe next week we will actually make one. Yeah. Or maybe I'll go back to the shop tonight and I'll at least make us some eggnog that'll be seven days old by next week. How's that? All right. A little bit. We'll, we'll do both. Is that like a faux pas, though? Like to uh, drink eggnog after Christmas? 
Is it? Is it a Christmas drink? I thought it was just a seasonal drink. I think it's seasonal. I think you can get away with it. You got any seasonal drinks on your menu? <laughs> Actually, I, I, I mean, kind it's of delicious do. Punch. Uh, I very like lots of uh, cooking spices. I have a. I'm calling it the winter julep. There's this dope alpine. It's like I guess it's a genipe that uh, Skernik has. It's called alpine. Mm-hmm. It. I don't really like Genepis because I'd rather just drink chartreuse. Um, I'm <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it out there. But sure. this Alpine is super dope. So I'm using that and just some rye whiskey. And I made like, oh, I'm calling it the winter syrup. And just on crushed ice with a bunch of mint and allspice and stuff like that. And then making a drink at Grand Army tonight with uh, black cardamom and green cardamom and mezcal. And then... You have been at Calusians, haven't you? <laughs> well, I actually have been working on that syrup for like two years. I just haven't used it yet. I use it in a cocktail competition, but I just haven't put it on a menu yet. Uh, but yeah, like more like warmer, like wintry type yeah. things going on the menu because I mean it is going to be freezing out soon. We should probably, like when when you come over to the bar, speaking of like making the syrup that you've been working on for two years, I've been working on one for about seven years but it's it's like I, I just I haven't really nailed it so like you know you've got your simple syrup yeah right you're like one to one white sugar and water I want to I, I want to make a complicated syrup yeah like the opposite of simple <laughs> right. I want a complicated syrup and it, it, like I at first I started like trying to just throw every sweetener I could possibly find like you're like, like Splenda sweet and low and like Japanese black sugars and like all this crazy shit and like I mean, it just ends up tasting like sweet, but yeah. <laughs> but but it's sweet. not it's not about like a complicated like flavor profile for for the the person who's drinking the cocktail. It's more about like this like you just want to make an arduous process like, <laughs> approach. It's just difficult. Yeah, it's just, the like, result is not any much better than simple syrup, but it's more difficult. So yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, I didn't ask this before we came on the air, but I'm gonna ask you now. Um, is this your first? Are you the head of the thing? This is the first time? Mm-hmm. This is my first go at it being in charge. And how did uh, that fall into place? Um, I, Well, I've been to Pig Beach a bunch of times, but then my very good friend Michael that works for Empire, who's really good friends with the owners of Pig Mark, Beach, kind Michael of. Michael McDonough? Uh-huh. One of the sweetest dudes of all time. Kind of is like, hey, do you know anyone that like wants a job or they're like head bartender, bar manager? I'm like, bro, what are you trying to say to me right now? He's like, do you want to work at this place? (laughs) And I was like, I don't know, maybe. So I met the owners and we like had very similar ideals and similar, like where they're like, I don't want it to be like PDT or death and company. Like no offense to that. Like it's not a cocktail bar, but it's a bar where you can like definitely get really great cocktails and really creative cocktails. And like, if somebody wants it, they're like, if somebody wants a vodka soda, are you going to yell at them? I was like, hell no, I will pour them a vodka soda and give it to them and say, thank you, that was easy, give me $15. (laughs) And they were like, oh, cool. So that's kind of how it all came to play. So, yeah, thank you, Michael, for getting me a new job. (laughs) Good for you. How long were you at Dear Irving? Since we've opened, so almost about three years. Yeah. Uh It's hard to, like, pull up stakes and move on, right? I, I think I cried for three days leading, well, not really. I, like, didn't, like, I wasn't, like, bawling, but I, like, shed a lot of tears because people were just really sweet to me there and I had so many regulars and I also got to train a lot of people there I didn't realize how many people I actually trained until they all came and like thanked me and which was like oh because I 
I mean, I was a barback for over a year, which I don't really know that many girls that were barbacks. Dan Greenbaum was like, when I worked at the Beagle, he was like, you're going to barback for a while. And I was like, yes, sir. Like, which I'm so happy that I did, but I'd never, I mean, I guess I was like training people because obviously that's what you do when you're one of the senior bartenders, but I didn't realize like how many people I did actually train over like the short three years that I was there until they all like came up to me and thanked me. And I was like, and it's great. Like working for Megan is awesome. And I got to work with Tom who I've worked with for so long and it was, it was fun. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, time to move on though. Yeah, so, yeah, it was it was the you. right time. It's like when people are sad to see you go. That's like the that's when you should go. Yeah, like don't overstay your welcome. Right. <laughs> like have people miss you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And have them follow you. You know, exactly. they'll come and see you yeah. at the new spot and yeah. check out your digs and see yeah. what you're what you're presenting and being proud of and doing. You know, doing it all for your for your first time. Yeah, I'm excited. How many people are on your team? Right now, I have. Are you looking for people? Five people, including me. Uh-huh. I mean, always looking for people, but as of now, we have, like, a pretty solid, a pretty good staff. Because the place isn't that big, either. It's not, like, humongous. So, yeah. It's... yeah my, my team is just me and three others. Exactly, yeah. I only really need, but, I think it's, like, five people all together. But my bar's a fucking shoebox. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> it's tiny. In a good yeah, way. Good things come in small packages. Sized for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's awesome. Uh, I, and, obviously, you're excited and stoked and... Yeah, I'm really, really excited. I just want us to open. It's not like one of those things where it's like, I mean, it was, I think it was supposed to open like before I even got hired, which is great that it didn't. Uh, But we're like basically ready to go. We're just waiting for the holiday season to kind of be over and then open the first week of January. Cool. Right. You were saying you're going to do some, you just got your final inspection. So Yeah, we just got our inspection on Monday. So we finally can bring booze in and food in and get going on that stuff. Start working. Yeah. 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 So uh, my question is, uh, when? That's my alarm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Souther. You have things to do today. <laughs> I don't Sorry. Get drunk, really. motherfucker. <laughs> um, I am a, I'm a wreck today. <laughs> Come see me at a more later. It'll be quite a show. We'll buy him uh, a shot. He might need it. So my question is, um, when can Souther and I jump behind the bar? Oh my gosh. That's my favorite thing to do, though, which I can't believe that, like, Megan hasn't, like, fired me because of it. Like, if, like, bartenders come to Dear Irving, I'll be like, come behind the bar and make me a drink. I'm like, oh, like, everyone, like, you guys, or, like, people from San Francisco, or, like, I had even Rocky one time be like, you don't have cane syrup? How am I supposed to make you a daiquiri if you're out of cane syrup? And I was like, I'm sorry, it's two o'clock in the morning. Figure it out, Amy. Uh, exactly. Yeah, right. I was like, I don't know, man. Just figure it out. Clarify this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do it in 20 seconds. Go. Uh, yeah, when, I, I, I do the same thing, man. I love it. I, it like, it's the best. Well, I love getting people behind my bar. Yeah. To like, and, well, well, actually, you're doing that uh, here in a, an hour and a half. Um, but yeah, it's like one of the greatest feelings when you're like, yeah, that camaraderie of of the community yeah. that we have in the industry. It's like it's so cool to like be able to to be like, you know what? Go make me go make me a drink. Come up, come back here, motherfucker. I yeah. have people all make drinks for the staff. Yeah. Sing for your supper, buddy. Exactly. <laughs> I the first time I met all the dudes from ABV who are so nice was at Deer Irving and then at Carsu. And both times I made them come behind the bar and like make me a drink. I was like. Make me a damn drink, and like that's then like you never forget that. Like if I went to Cal- like another state and the bartender was like, "Make me a drink," I'd be like, 
I will never forget that. I, right. oh, yeah. They let me come into their house and make them something or, like, see what their back bar or, like, what their well looks like. Like, I think it's inviting someone into your house and yeah. saying, yeah. let's, we're all in this together. Like, this is a party that we're at together. Like, let's have some fun. Right on. That's, that's, that's awesome. But the yeah. question still stands. When can we come and get back together? <laughs> I mean, you could do it at friends and family when when you guys are invited because you have to come and let me know if my coconut Negroni is delicious or not. Coconut uh, Negroni? Yeah. I already sounds delicious. <laughs> I'm, uh, put, oh, I'll look for that invite in the, the mail. Exactly. It's probably lost along with a Robert Simonson uh, Tom and Cherry invite. But. Sorry for throwing you under the bus, Robert. It'll um, be more of like a text like, get here, three hours, thank you. It's happening right now. <laughs> it's happening. They're smoking some pig over there. Come over here and eat it. Coconut Negronis and pig? Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm there. It sounds yeah. like an island oasis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, awesome. Sarah, uh, thanks for being on the show today. This is awesome. Yeah, it's been great. And, oh, thanks uh, for having me. And you're going to be uh, opening up early January. Uh, is there a set date, or are you just still saying early January? I th- think it's the 5th. Don't quote me on it, but it's not like one of those things where we have to like get inspected and then have this. It's like we're ready to go. I ready think we're go. just yeah. like trying to figure out the exact day that we want to open. Got it. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, the website is... Pigbleaker.com, I believe. Yeah. yeah, it's something like that. It's I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking know. I was like, I've been making syrup all day. I don't even know what an internet is. I did speed rack like two weeks ago. I'm like, I don't know, still don't know what that is. Rush like, did. Yeah. We were there. We were there. Still in the days, days of a month. So Southern's drunk from last night still. I'm still, I, I think I'm still drunk sure. from uh, speed rack. Yeah, I think I'm still <laughs> in a haze from speed rack. Uh, so, yes, for wrapping up this one, I just want to mention, again, Kemi Winkler. Everybody think about her mom and, and do whatever it is you do. Pray, maybe. I don't know. But good just, vibes. Just send good send vibes. out some good vibes to the Winklers. Uh, we're really sad she wasn't here today because she's such a doll. Um, next week on the show, I uh, solidified with uh, Laura Maniac. Do you know that person? Yeah. She is awesome. Um, <laughs> she owns Cork Buzz both here and she has one in Charlotte as well. And I got her on because I think it's uh, the appropriate time of year to talk about bubbles. We, so yeah. she's going to talk about champagne. She'll probably bring some for us to drink on the air. That Maybe with nice. our week old eggnog and or Tom and Jerry's. <laughs> um, yeah. But so really excited to have her on before New Year's Eve to talk about drinking some bubbly wine. And she's, yeah. she's just a crazy, incredible person in general. I worked with her-ish forever ago. Um, she was the... Um, she kind of oversaw the wine program for all of Be Our Guest when I worked at, at Be Our Guest. Right on. Which what seems like 100 years ago. But, yeah, I just kind of cold called her, reached out to her via Facebook. You were in the movie Beauty and the Beast? <laughs> what? You were in the movie Beauty and the Beast? Yes. <laughs> I was beauty. Um, <laughs> uh, and then right now you guys are going to pack up from the studio and head over to Grand Army and do mm-hmm. some happy houring um, and make yeah, some drinks. Yeah, 5 to 7 we'll be hanging out, make some drinks. Some with a little bit of uh, the Novafogo Cachaça. Thanks again, the, Kimmy. Thanks again, Kimmy. Thanks, Kimmy. And, uh, yeah, we'll be hanging out. So swing by and check out Pig Bleaker and Sarah. Go see Sarah. <laughs> you're, you're the best. I love you guys. I really do. I love you guys so much. You're the best. I really do want to just give you bear hugs all day. <laughs> Everybody needs more Sarah Morsi in their life. That's true. Well, that's it for the show this week. Check out. All of the Heritage Radio Network programs. There's so many good ones, and uh, I mean, about the, food and drink. About food and drink. That's right. <laughs> Next time we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna edit that commercial, Dave. Yeah, we, it's all we feel food, left food. out. Yeah, we feel left out. We're the, we're the drink guys. Right? We gotta mention drinks on the show, on the commercials rather. Um, yeah, so that's it. Um, 
Check out Heritage Radio Network for many, many more programs like this. Until next week, happy holidays and cheers to everyone. Yeah, cheers, cheers. everybody. Stay cheers, safe guys. out there. Thanks for having me. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll load. Knows that country music's gonna save your soul. The Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content and to hear about exclusive events, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at heritage underscore radio. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization driving conversations to make the world a better, fairer, more delicious place. And we couldn't do it without support from listeners like you. Want to be a part of the food world's most innovative community? Rate the shows you like, tell your friends, and please join our community by becoming a member. Just click on the beating heart at the top right of our homepage. Thanks for listening.